welcome to Music for Life, enhancing the Armstrong concert experience. I'm your host, Ryan Malone. In today's episode, we begin a three-part series where we play the entirety of the musical Paul Ambassador in Bonds. This new musical premiered at Armstrong Auditorium in December 2020, featuring staff, students, and alum of Herbert W. Armstrong College and Imperial Academy of Edmond. The studio recording of this new production is now available in album form, which we will begin going through today. So stick around as we play the full-length musical Paul Ambassador in Bonds today on Music for Life. In December 2020, Armstrong Auditorium hosted the premiere of a brand new musical, Paul, Ambassador in Bonds, portraying the final imprisonment of the famous New Testament figure. If you're a regular listener of this program, you'll know that we did an episode just ahead of that debut where I introduced our listeners to some of the key elements of the production, both musically and plot-wise. With only an hour-long episode, and the studio recordings not being completely finished either, I could only scratch the surface of what was going on. So in the next three programs, I want to play the final studio recordings of this production in their entirety. I'll interject a couple of times just to remind you of some of the plot elements that you'll be hearing. We'll start at the beginning, of course, and we'll hear the first four movements before we take a break. After the first minute of the overture, which is slow and contains themes heard in the rest of the production later, the mood of the overture changes to represent the Great Fire of Rome of A.D. 64. Those of you who saw the production live would have seen the dancers represent the spreading of the flames during this critical time in Roman history. After this, in a song called Introductions, Dangerous Times, the action moves ahead to A.D. 67, where the characters introduce themselves by talking about the dangerous times in which they live. After that, we find ourselves in the imperial court in Rome, where Simon Magus, the Emperor Nero's religious advisor, advises the emperor to focus on eradicating the Christian movement by eliminating its regional leader, the Apostle Paul. Simon, also a mesmerizing magician, then gives the emperor advice on how to counter discontent among his subjects by displaying the emperor's skill in poetry and song. And to do this, Nero plans a trip to Greece, where he will force its Olympic Games to happen ahead of schedule. So let's get started. Here we begin with Overture, Dance of the Flames. Thank you. 
For my spiritual improvement And I helped him shift suspicion To a new religious movement Though similar to Jews They're identified as Christian And the fire left many clues That suggested their sedition Our crusade against their treason Was quite the strong campaign But still within this region One leader still remains Dangerous times if dissent is allowed to spread. How a poisonous creed still continues to breed. These are ominous signs of these dangerous times. My fellow. Saints in Ephesus, they are pillars of the church, and a deacon called Asiphorus, how faithfully he serves. My son Timothy, our evangelist, our confidence upholds. Though facing more antagonists, our faith, our faith can grow. Rage the hottest in Rome, where we reside. And here among the godless, our loyalty is tried. My homeland has been smitten, which Nero, the lion, subdued. 
Target, let Vespasian handle the Jews. Snuffing out the Christians is your next best move. Every movement behaves like a creature, where each feature fulfills its own role. If you want to be rid of its peril, you get rid of the source of control. If this pole is the head of the body, 
then he holds all its members intact. So the stroke of the sword is quite simple. All of nature embodies this fact. Here's the tactic your highness should take. You must cut off the head of the snake. His offense is a grievous infraction. His allegiance to some other crown. Here he publicly hails some new kingdom. This conspirator must be brought down. Would exile or change be sufficient? Execution must be the result. This requires judicial proceedings. But the case will be open and shut. Your position is clearly at stake. You must cut off the head of the snake. Understand this and make no mistake. We must cut off the head of the snake. But soon I must travel to Greece. You can leave this apostle to me. Yet another huge problem continues to blossom. It's a matter of publicity. Octa's right. On the day you were born, at the glimmer of morn, you were touched by the rays of the sun. Then some seventeen years later, like some famed gladiator, the heart of your kingdom you'd won. Helen's right, but opinions have changed through the years of your reign and were scorched in the wake of the fire. But just as you rebuilt, so impressions can tilt and your public support can rise higher. Be not overwhelmed as you travel the realm. Discontent is not something to fear. With my help, you can master any public relations disaster. And all discord will soon disappear. When you're troubled by chatter, rumors flying around, how you handle this matter to calm the clatter down. Rumors need better rumors, fighting fire with fire. Sell what fills the consumer's desire. When dark perceptions must be revised, you need a stylishly bright disguise. Through the storm you transform to an angel of light. When well-known facts are not on your side, and there's a charge that is hard to hide, then cast a glare with your flare as an angel of light. 
the talking points and the topics come after what they can see. So optimizing the optics is the key. How any narrative can be quashed Just cast a spell with the swell panache You can distract them from facts like wrong or right If you are an angel of light In mind that the masses want to be entertained. What delights all the classes overpasses lame. They just want to be dazzled. Give the people a show. See how far some pizzazzle goes. So there are truths that will not survive. But you brought glee into people's lives. What's the harm in some charm from an angel of light? And when they witness your redesign with your remarkable sparkling shine, why then the crowd will be wowed by this angel of light. Go find the heart of the action and plant yourself center stage. Become the greatest attraction of the age. Now if your subjects can be bewitched, then your regime soon will seem enriched. Observe my counsel and how your fame takes flight. Just show them an You are listening to Music for Life. I'm your host, Ryan Malone. This is KPCG. In today's episode, we are listening to the entirety of a new musical that was premiered here in December 2020, Paul, Ambassador in Bonds. We're doing this over the course of three episodes, and this is the first of those three. These are the studio recordings of this new production, which are now available as an album. We just heard the opening four numbers of the musical, first representing the Great Fire of Rome of A.D. 64, then a number that moved ahead into A.D. 67, introducing us to all the major characters, then two numbers from the Imperial Court, where Nero and Simon discuss how to manage the various threats facing the Roman government. For sake of time, I'm not giving any performer information other than the fact that this is the original Armstrong Auditorium cast, but you can find a free copy of the liner notes at pcg.church and click on the resources link and then on the music link. I'll also put the link in the show notes for today. That will not only give you performer information, but complete access to all the lyrics. We'll hear the next five movements now when our history moves forward to A.D. 68. Four of those songs occur in the home of Aquila and Priscilla in Ephesus. Aquila is a minister hosting the evangelist Timothy, Timothy's mother Eunice, as well as a deacon named Onesiphorus. 
Onesiphorus will be heading to Rome soon on business. Aquila and Priscilla share with him stories of their many adventures and travels. They also discuss the unusual Olympic Games held the previous year. And Timothy expounds on the parallels between the Christian journey and sports. After that, we'll hear a song titled Dance of the Athletes, another of the high-octane dance numbers contained in this production. This represents a flashback from Olympia and the gathering of athletes there. How so many have forgotten the gospel I have preached. Though through me they were begotten, in the truth they now should teach. But a faithful flock is scattered, who holds fast what is true. Their will has not been shattered, how stands this faithful few? Where two or three are gathered, if to God they are affixed. Where those two or three are gathered, our Lord is in their midst. Let us hold fast our profession, in hope remain unswayed. Ill-crenued affection with phrases that persuade, not forsaking our assembly while others let this die, but doing so especially as that day is drawing nigh. Where two or three are gathered, if to God they are affixed, where those two or three are gathered, our Lord is in their midst. My mother and I give thanks to our host, Aquila, the man of the house, conveying the quality of true hospitality, along with Priscilla, his spouse. Raise my glass to these helpers in Christ, no matter the places they've dwelled. They've hosted the saints without any constraints, our fellowship they have excelled. When I read the words our apostle has penned about what a bishop should be, Vigilant, blameless, apt to teach, yet modest. Aquila, it's your face I see. We raise the glass unto the just elder. We raise the glass in part double honor. I raise my chalice to Priscilla, my wife, who is half my success, as you know. Great wealth she has gathered, but she's used it rather that true riches may be bestowed. We raise the chalice to the 
those who invest in a heavenly palace. Oh, how they are blessed. We raise the cup to one we know well, who has ministered much for our care, showing great dedication in this congregation of his When I read the words our apostle has penned About what a deacon should be No drunkard or glutton, but respected and loving Onesiphorus is whom I see Paul, our apostle, advised for my health To drink of the fruit of the vine and for this occasion, if in moderation, it blends with God's gracious design. Where two or three are gathered into God, they are affixed. Where those two or three are gathered, and charity, in faith and in purity, a workman worthy of his wage. And Eunice, his mother, a lady renowned, whose husband was never converted. So she was the one who instructed her son, what faith she exerted. Like Timothy, I give thanks to our hosts, for soon I must travel abroad. It would help me prepare, if you both could share your many adventures with God. Where does your business take you? Italy, Rome to be precise. Now that awakens memories We made our home there twice Some twenty years and one Caesar ago Yes, Rome was where we had dwelled When there at that time evil arose, and from Rome all the Jews were expelled. Like the tents we made, we uprooted and moved to the home of our lucrative trade. In Corinth, prosperity quickly improved when we gave God's apostle our aid. We found that in this new life we would enter. The way of God, the way of God, the way of God is always. 
always an adventure. How many there to God's way would convert, and the miracles this would entail? And after a year and a half of this work, unto Syria Paul then set sail. He let us join, but then altered the plan, so in Ephesus we stopped and remained. We here met Apollos, that eloquent man, we ensured in God's way he was trained. We told him, as we both became his mentors, the way of It's always an, an adventure. We returned to Rome under Nero's regime, where our work could have greater effect. We offered our lives to the martyr's extreme, and, and were happy to risk our own necks. We soon left Rome, not long after Cut our work short. So here back in Ephesus we have returned, giving Timothy our full support. If to this higher power we surrender, we shall sail the gales that guide to splendor. For the way of God, the way of God, the way of God is always an adventure. It's always an adventure. It is always an adventure. It is an adventure, but a sacrifice. We must guard against the lethargy that lurks. But one thing we have learned. When you love the one you work with, you love the work. You are faithful to each other and loyal to the faith. Yet the key to both commitments Is one and the same. How so many have forsaken the fervor that once flamed. With these words, it could awaken what the pen of Paul proclaimed. Grow not weary in well-doing, in due season we shall reap. Do not faint in all your sowing, in your mind the vision keep. Never forget your first love, never let it wax cold, ever grow. 
enlightened what afflictions we'd endure now this passion should be heightened this devotion should mature what this error should be earning overflowing in its wealth we must keep the candle burning that was sparked by Christ himself never forget your Never let it wax cold Ever growing, ever growing stronger Ever growing as we grow old Stir those embers, stoke that fire Fan the flames that inspire be filled with the gift of father above be filled with his power Infinitely increase and multiply beyond measure, ever, ever growing, ever growing stronger as we grow old. spent in Corinth, your work of making tents. I'd gather that you witnessed those epic sporting events. Yes, it's like religion to each and every Greek. The games held at Olympia are the pinnacle and peak. So last year when Nero went there and rearranged the games to coincide with his visit, this garnered great disdain. The Greeks, they saw it as profane. What happened there a year ago, as we consider these reports? Though sport is not our religion, our religion shares comparisons with sports. An 
athlete toils and trains through the sweat and through the pain, content to leave all other quests behind. He pushes for perfection, brings his body in subjection, and diligently disciplines the mind. At last arrives the day when his strength is on display. Opponents test the thickness of his skin. He strives to be effective, but he knows the real objective to conquer the antagonist within. With exhaustive exercise, with the mark before his eyes, he will press toward the prize. When triumph is achieved, clouds of witnesses proceed, as on his head the hero's prize is placed. They don him with a wreath, though it's just a fading leaf, the accolades can never be erased. We also toil and train through the sweat and through the pain, content to leave all other quests behind. To push for perfection, bring our bodies in subjection, and diligently discipline the mind. How often are the days when our strength is on display? Opponents test the thickness of our skin. We strive to be effective, but we know the real objective to conquer the antagonist within. When triumph is achieved, clouds of witnesses perceive The lasting crown our Savior will provide Is not a waning wreath, nor a fading olive leaf But treasure which eternally abides We know this match is real, we don't box against thin air We don't wrestle flesh and blood, but we know our foes are there and our race is not won by the fastest feet to run, but those who push with patience to the end. This course cannot be lost if the finish line is crossed. So run, and that crown we'll apprehend with our senses exercised and the mark before eyes. We will press toward the prize. We do not run in vain. Rather that we may obtain the treasure which eternally abides.
You are listening to Music for Life. I'm your host, Ryan Malone. This is KPCG. In today's episode, we are listening to the entirety of a new musical that was premiered here in December 2020, Paul, Ambassador in Bonds. We're doing this over the course of three episodes, and this is the first of those three. These are the studio recordings of this new production, and this recording is now available as an album. More information on how to obtain this album is available in today's show notes. You could also go to iTunes and simply search Armstrong Auditorium, which will pull up this and other musical productions that we've made available in this format. We appreciate any rates and reviews you can post. We just heard the songs from scene two of act one, representing a gathering in the home of Aquila and Priscilla, and this sets up the flashback from Olympia and the dance of the athletes that we just heard. And that sets up the next song, and the final song we'll hear on today's episode titled The Olympian Liar, L-Y-R-E. The song represents how Nero ordered artistic displays to be added to the Olympic events when he visited Greece, and he presents this song as part of the contest. He sings in all seriousness playing his lyre, and our Greek chorus lauds him, but the puns contained in their lyrics give the listener a slightly different reaction. It's one of the comedic relief moments of an otherwise serious production. I hope you enjoy. Subjects here in Greece, your Caesar comes in peace to bring you lives of ease and relaxation. Fear not the autocratic, my flair for the dramatic has freed you from the burden of taxation. As this drama will unfold, your attention he will hold like the lead in any story of the stage. And to help explain it for us, every plot needs a Greek chorus to tell us how our star is all the rage. Just beware, among the Greek, our commentary might be tongue-in-cheek. The fates observed his blessing, a golden age on earth. Three sisters on the spindle, the threads of life they weave. They draw out gilded fibers and long life I receive. Have you heard such a lie 
for shrewdness has been honed. See how he plucks away. This commenting choir gives atmosphere and tone, exposing the tenor of the day. His song demands a chorus. Oh, how can we refrain? His skills are clearly sharp. Oh, Apollo comes with singing, encouraging the fates. Their hands spin ever faster, his music resonates. His prophecy is uttered, O fates of men be poised. Let Nero be my equal <clears throat> in song and hallowed Voice. Have you heard such a lark give such a poignant pitch, ranging from sea to sea? His air won't expire, the overtones are rich. We're wondering what is the key. He demands every possible prize, brings new meaning to the word. Captivating cunning, this chorus must inquire, have you ever heard such a liar? Like a chariot out of the gate, each morning the sun is renewed. Like Lucifer chasing the stars, like Aurora's awakening hue. He will cadence with a bang, so notes the note. Lest my empire succumb to the flames, my dazzling brilliance must be restrained. <coughs> you have been listening to Music for Life, a production of KPCG 101.3 on the FM dial in Edmond, Oklahoma. From the Herbert W. Armstrong College campus, I'm Ryan Malone. Thanks for joining me.